feel like this is basic. Like, what are we celebrating? Mm. What, what exactly are we celebrating? A brokenhearted man mm. that got cheated on. So he's dealing with it by kind of like, you know, he's he's with a girl right now that I guess. Who's, what's, what's the girl? Tasha. 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 It doesn't matter. She has low economic He's giving status. it to Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> low socioeconomic status. <laughs> and you know, I don't really have a problem with that. You know, I guess you got to do what you got to do. Welcome to the parlor, listeners. This is Two in a Bottle. I'm Brandon Harrison, chilling with my co-captain, co-pilot, and not co, but tardy co-host, <laughs> DJ Dollars. DJ, what is up, man? How are you? Man, it's been a long day chasing this money. Yo. I mean, yeah, the man's got you, dude, holding you back. You could say that, unfortunately. Unfortunately. It's all right, though. You're working out there. But fortunately, mm-hmm. we're working on this. That was kind of contrived. It, I was it, trying to think about, of something a little I, better. I appreciate it, though. Yeah. You know, the effort was there. A for effort, man. It's another podcast. We're moving up to the 70s. Yeah. I think it's a 76, 77, something like that. Damn, for real? Yeah, man. Getting old. You need to start getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> what are you telling them? Interns, where are you? I'm waiting. I need you guys to come here. Um, I have an intern in the pipeline. We'll talk about that. Okay. All right. I've heard. I've heard about, you know, some potential things. You coming know. soon. Coming soon. Um, so we have a guest today. But before our guest comes in, and when I make this announcement, I want my guest, you, you, can, you can chime in. Um, we, and I specifically... I'm not dealing with these dogs barking. If you're hearing this, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> People, someone's dogs outside are just going ham and ruining this moment for us. But I made a decision for us. <laughs> Join the, the big baller branch. <laughs> Join the big baller oh, branch. Oh man, the, pod, the podcast is now. We endorse. We're big ballers big now. Baller. <laughs> We're big ballers now. Yo, okay, so Brandon just pulled out a what big baller brand trucker hat. Yes, is that like a collaboration with Ashton Kutcher or yeah, Punk circa two thousand three, uh, NERD in search of era. Indeed, I wish I had got that hat. I think they sell it at like uh, Urban Outfitters or something. You know what? It's fine. It's, it doesn't matter when it's from. What matters is now. What matters is being. A big ball. <laughs> so yeah. we're going to get LeVar and the rest of the team on as soon as we can. And uh, we're just glad to be part of the movement. LeVar, LeVar is trying his best to... My voice just cracked. But LeVar is trying his best to make, become a living meme like in a, in a very Trumpian type of way. Like You ever see him? Like, he does yeah. all these dance videos and shit now. Him walking, <laughs> wiggling his arms like a fake Vince McMahon. It's ridiculous, man. I don't, who has a better walk, though? Vince McMahon or LeVar Ball? It's an easy answer. You better answer right. Vince the guy. All right. No, no, <laughs> on the same page. All right. Let me not get too far without introducing my guest, who is a friend of the pot and friend. And friend. <laughs> Hi, guys. I know. Wait, hey, I'm introducing oh, you. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I was too oh, eager. Oh, oh. I didn't know. I didn't know how it worked. Son, you're my too bad. eager. <laughs> I got too excited. Let me sit back down. Friend of the pot and friend. Sit down. Be humble. Um, my friend. Uh, known her for a while now. Facebook told me we've been friends for seven years. Apparently, mm-hmm. they gave me a story. This mm-hmm. is okay. You know, right, DJ ahead. doesn't do Facebook. Nah, it's um, weird. I do. I, I have one. I just, I'm not on there. It's just weird stuff like that. St- yeah, things like that that need to stop. But been friends for a while. Met out in California. This person is very smart, educated, traveling around the country, fighting for social justice okay. and equality, <laughs> getting her. PhD in education from NYU. Whaling. Sunshine. Malone. Welcome Hi. to the parlor. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm good. I don't know. That introduction was robust. Thank you. They got. They have to be robust you know, because you're a special guest. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, we're glad to have you on such short notice. Of course. Coming in, swooping in. Yeah, we, 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 we pulled this together rather quickly. We did uh, because there are major events happening in the culture. Yes, Very yes, major. that we were talking about earlier. We, we we talked about it briefly before you came here. That's why I had to, you know, reach out, get on your line, and bring you in here because we needed an expert. We needed not, not only an expert, but you know, <laughs> a female opinion, <laughs> the opinion of you know the ladies. And I mean, to be honest, I needed to see 
the opposing side of what I've deemed the unabiding and unchanging truth. Are, are we on opposite sides? Is this what this is about? I don't know where we are. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. know where we stand, but we're going to find out. <laughs> this conversation. Because I think the, the Lawrence Hive. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> it needs a little redemption. If you're mm. not aware, listeners, Insecure, HBO show developed by Issa Rae, created from Awkward Black Girl, great web series, started season two this Sunday. And if you didn't watch season one, it's a lot of drama. A lot of drama. A lot of sex. All of that. <laughs> H- HBO levels of sex, yeah, for sure. But really, uh, an awesome, pretty much black cultural role, millennial, late 20s, early 30s drama that honestly, and I think, and I think uh, my guest, who I'm going to call Move, who I, I call her Move, and her friends do, uh, I can understand being in California. Very Cali. Very Cali. But also... It's, it's not Cali. That's the a Cali show? thing. What the show? Oh, the, the show. show. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. It's been a long day. Okay, it's okay. Let me it's focus. all right. It's all right. Show. Yes, totally. Long day. So uh, LA. Very LA, but also very battle with sexes right now between uh, our protagonist, the hero, question mark, Issa, and the foiled lover, scorned. <laughs> Lawrence, 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 oh, Lawrence Hive. What is his last name? I don't know. He's a, he's a rat. I have no idea. Um, Lawrence Davis. Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence last name. Um, but basically, the the whole long and short of it is, if you haven't known, there's been some cheating. There's been some disconnect in relationship. But they're torn. Are they gonna be together? They don't know <laughs> what's happening. And on the internet, there's been a bit of a sparking a divide. Yes. Yeah, have you said? Have you have you seen this? Have you seen? I that? I have. I was actually quite surprised uh, scrolling up and down my Instagram last night. Uh, I watched the show on Sunday, right? Like everybody else. Okay, on time on HBO. Uh huh. You got a password. Yep. Okay. Absolutely, because you know it. I'm not paying for that, <laughs> student. Uh, and I'm like, okay, wow. So this was this is what's going down with Lawrence and him doing what he needs to do. Mm, okay. But. <laughs> I was scrolling through my timeline and like literally all these guys on my timeline are posting these memes like celebrating, doing backflips, throwing parties for Lawrence. Like I I just didn't understand. I was like, this is this is like when Barack Obama first got elected as president. This is like when LeBron James got a ring. I just I just didn't understand the level of celebration and excitement that I was seeing surrounding Lawrence, him as a hero. All right. In the situation. So, um, what is your uh, level of disconnect? Why? Why don't you feel like you didn't understand? I just feel like this is basic. Like, what are we celebrating? Mm. What? What exactly are we celebrating? A broken-hearted man mm. that got cheated on. So he's dealing with it by kind of like, you know, he's he's with a girl right now. That I guess who's what's what's the girl? Tasha. 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 It doesn't matter. She has low economic. He's giving status. it to Tasha. <laughs> 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 Low socioeconomic status. <laughs> status. And, you know, I don't really have a problem with that. You know, I guess you got to do what you got to do. But the problem is that when he came back to Issa, how, am I allowed to, like, how? I don't know. Do, what am I allowed talk. to say? Gets, okay. Hey, if you're listening. Spoiling. Spoilers. <laughs> We're spoiling it. It's spoiled. Throw it in the trash. Okay. So, obviously, Issa wants her man back, blah, blah, blah. He mm, finally comes to get his mail. Pulls out his raw penis. Sorry. Mike, can oh, I say what that? The hell? Whoa, Can I say that? Children here. There's children here. No, that's, it's fine. Is that what happens? It's fine. Puts, puts it. it in, I don't know. I kind of blacked out. Just, I don't know. <laughs> puts it in there for some for some weak six seconds, oh, and six seconds. washes his hands and and walks out like he did something. Yo, he did wash his hands, right? He went back to bed. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. There was no there was no conversation. Mm. You know, there was no like trying to work something out. It just wasn't. I just don't understand why we're celebrating such an unhealthy relationship like he he has some unresolved issues each isa has some unresolved issues right you know there are scorned men out here as well yes it's not just okay black women no absolutely sure so they're channeling that energy into they are scorned i just have to ask you guys are our expectations that low for whom for black men or for men for men in general let's 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 just start there before i answer your question i'm gonna ask you a question okay (laughs) because he's the host (laughs) (laughs) i'm the host too but Gotta hand it to them. Just forget okay. what they want to say. I, I just, I just, I just need to know. I'll, I'll get back to that. Okay. Um, one, 
it's more of a statement. People really doing it raw like that? I was like, dang, just just raw, raw dog, just raw here. dogging. That's ridiculous. Number Which one, is, well, I, I mean, if Issa <laughs> catches something, all well, right, they, it's gonna be a problem. Because you know, just because you know Tosh and all that, it's just like it'd be different. Uh, it was, was, you know, but okay, I guess people are. I guess people doing that. Um, I will continue. Um, I don't think it's about our men, or, or we have low expectations for them. You alluded to something. You said there was no talking. There was no deciding to work it out. And the onus to do that was on whom? It was on both of them. Was it? I think so. Squint's eyes. Was it? What, what are you trying to say? I well, mean, well, they're adults. They are adults. Only one cheated, though. Dun, dun, gasp. And they're both, they both had issues throughout the relationship. What was, what was Lawrence's issue? First of all, he was unemployed for he a long time, and she was holding it down. Okay. Was he paying that for that rent? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he had unemployment. Can we pause for a second? Unemployment. You know when they do like the re- the recaps, yeah. like, like from last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he they did make him look extra trash, right? Like, like, his, pre- <laughs> he, yeah. like his presentation, he got sad. He was wearing like mad like he just <laughs> sat clothes just and like, his, like old his, white beaters. Just yeah, sitting then you know he started running more and shit. Glowed up. Mm-hmm. up. That's true. I guess got the glow up did happen. So, if you're not feeling well about yourself and you're sad about your job, you're allowed to be cheated on. No, that's not. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> that's, Is that what we're saying? I never actually said <laughs> that Issa wet. should have cheated on I him. Know. I think that she did a lot of things that you know she could have handled better at the studio. Mm. <laughs> studio, and she didn't. But and my did him point, too. Yeah. my point is that Lawrence is not a hero. Like. Just because he's getting it, getting it in, he's, he's getting he's in some he's ass. A, he's a hero. I mean, I'm not part of this uh, zeitgeist. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, the Twitter, I, I all mean, this crap. That's I mean, another thing. Okay, I guess. Well, eighty percent of that is just you know just people trolling, having fun online. I mean, there's truth to it, but it's just like people just going hard for like two lords just to keep up this battle of the sexist thing. So um, <laughs> it just can funny. be this, you know, just have this this argument. I don't know about on. that. Yeah. I think there's some real stuff coming out. I think there's, I mean, there could be undergirding emotions or, or points of view, uh, but it's driven by just trolling, I, I feel like. And, and I, I disagree. I mean, am, am I, I disagree. Brandon? I mean, we are guys. Uh, uh, okay. I disagree. I, I, and for what it's worth, I don't participate. But. Okay. So, Brandon, Brandon, I saw Brandon's meme the other day, so he'll tell you. What was your meme? I had a meme? I don't know. I just, I don't, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a. <laughs> I need to see this meme. No, no, I, I, I don't. He made that up. I'm just like. Okay. Brandon got a meme of a big ball of brand. He got a meme of him putting up a, 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 a jersey and that's Lawrence's jersey. I knew the, it. The I knew it. I knew Brandon floor. was part of the Lawrence high. I could tell based on that conversation. I'm pranked. <laughs> okay, um, let's hear it. All jokes aside, uh, so there's two things that we can talk about. Number one is this whole. Twitter, Instagram culture. Well, those people are just a lot of people are just ridiculous and trolling. Like, yeah, like said. they're just I, they, they in, like in they like capacity, to, they don't exist. Like, honestly, the but they real? do. These are real people. Are they? But I but okay. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie. I posted a st- I posted about oh. it. Okay, because I was seeing all of this. Some people are reposting things and they're yeah. like talking about how like this was Lawrence and it was like about. The whole video was like this guy like freaking this girl or whatever on the dance floor and like she was kind of trying to get away but he just kept like thrusting on her or whatever and they were like yeah this was Lawrence team Lawrence Lawrence Hive hashtag this I just confused it's real basic but I don't know you guys are kind of whittling it down to this is trolling this is just some battle of the sexes but I really think it's revealing like a fragile masculinity this culture that we have going on. Uh, I just think it's deeper. I think there's two things. I'm going to address that. I'm going to address the first point. Okay. There is this whole trolling internet thing. That's its own thing. That's like, it exists within this. It exists within anything on the internet. So like most, when you're talking about discussions, I always mm-hmm. feel like there's always that component of whatever. We start talking about healthcare. There's just somebody trolling that. It's just like, so but, when you get, when you get, oh, no, no, okay, no. I'm sorry. When you, get your, when you get your sample from the internet, it's always people being ridiculous. But like you said, there are people that take these things and you're like, yo, like, that's what you're getting out of this, you know, this whatever sex thing. Um, but on the flip side, there's this analysis of their relationship, which is deeper, which men do see things in. Because when we talk about, dang, they came in there and then he just hit it and left and there was no talking. It was like all of the responsibility was on her. And she didn't do any of that. She tricked him to get him to come get his mail. She, all yeah. she had to do was be like, <laughs> she, I want to talk to you. I messed up. I, I want to talk to you. And she didn't do any of that. So then he was she, like, you know what? I'm just gonna hit this. 
and that, and that was just his thing. Does he have unresolved issues? Yes. But the onus is on her. It is, she caused this. Um. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, not nah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like definitely, I've never. I wasn't defending Issa. Like two wrongs don't make a right. But no, Issa did in the last episode. Like really wanted to try to talk to Lawrence. Yeah. Like, but Lawrence didn't want to talk to her. Lawrence still isn't trying to talk to her. But he can put his penis inside of her. Like wait, I don't wait, understand. Wait, 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 wait. I thought that the, the thing was like on the show. They said that he's been all keeping real cool, like responding to my text, but he hasn't come over. Nah, but the, there's probably like one word responses. And oh, yeah, just come talking about logistics. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She can't just show up at his house. That's too much. Right? No, like, yeah, no, that's, that's weird. But so she, she finally catches him. She got him. She caught him. He's there. And yeah. she, she was like, I'm gonna just try to play cool and shit. Come to the door. Yeah, you know. And then all she had to do was listen. Can I talk to you? Wait, 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 wait. What what chance of talking did she have when he just kind of like it just boom? They, they he approached her. That's not true. They I didn't. Did, she took off her drawers too. That was, that was, yeah, that was yeah, she, she didn't have on pants. What? When, I don't remember any door, time you've seen like, him <laughs> saying, "I need half stuff in the bathroom," and then the six pumps, and he was left so, the door. So she, I, there was no space. The she opened the door. She could say, "Hey, can we talk?" There you go. He goes. He just <laughs> he, he goes. I need to go to the bathroom. She gives him the mail. I need to go to the bathroom with my stuff. Hey, she comes out. Hey, you know. Can we talk? No. And then he just goes for it. And she goes, all right, I'm with this. There's no, there's no, I don't think anyone's really yeah, no one's wrong, wrong nah, with that. No right yeah. No. I think regardless is besides their relationship and what went down in that scenario, mm-hmm. I think I'm kind of baffled by what's been revealed by this whole social media with yes. the, the Lawrence Hive and what that's revealing. Because okay. you're saying it's trolling, but it is revealing of a certain type of society we have and cultural norms that are are arising and I think it's problematic by real people not just trolls that's fair that's fair fair. I feel like it's just a strong not just but it's it's a strong response to this strong um scorned woman trope yeah yeah that women are always okay I mean that's 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 as basic as I'm sorry if this is offensive and I know it's problematic but but Okay, let's like y'all hosting a White Lives Matter like rally. Like, okay, so finally the man is beat up by cops. Is or the victim. Bad. No, but I'm saying like in this patriarchal society, it mm-hmm. it is a violent society towards women in many ways. Yeah. If you want to look at it like that, like what that in that way. I agree. But I agree. so you got one quote unquote good yeah, Lawrence is a good dude. Yeah. I mean, he's not like the bomb. He's kind of basic, but well, damn, see why this guy's I mean, he just, <laughs> he I'm not hating on Lawrence. He's trying. He was he's trying. a regular dude. I mean, and and all of a sudden he's a hero because he's giving back shots to someone and That's then has sex with it's, his ex. I swear. Like you said, the real reason is that you picked up on it. It's deeper. It's about okay. fragility. Yeah, so why are we so fragile? Why are why expectations so low? Ooh. Can we just do better? Why can't men be fragile? Wait, we, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> not as <laughs> yeah, yeah, hand movements are just like, <laughs> <Not that way. laughs> I, the, the joke, the thing, I, I'm joking, but the thing is that at the end of the day, he's hurt and everyone's assessing. Yeah. And people get hurt all the time. Yeah. And I think that there's this thing where because they had sex and people are like, good for you, Lawrence. It's because things are on his terms now. And the whole thing about them real relationship was like, oh, well, he's not doing well. He's doing now. And now it's like, well, I got two girls and too bad for you. And, and it's about their dynamic more than, uh, you know, something about Issa or just having sex. It's just like, he's like, well, okay, like whatever. Like you didn't care about me. Why should I care about you? And that's But he's hurt. Is he happy? Is that resolving anything in his heart? No. What does that have to do with? Yeah, but that has to do with everything. That that has to do with everything. That has nothing to do with this reaction that you're commenting on, like the, about the the male. It's problematic. Social media like, guys. Like they're what not worried Issa about if it was okay. Like, what if Issa did that? It would be problematic. Like if you're trying to solve okay? your problems. No, I'm not saying either <laughs> one is okay. I think it's that's besides the point. I think it's just like this celebration of something real basic. That's happening. That's a good assessment. People, people, people are basic, so it, yeah, people are. Like, it's yeah, super basic. Good though. for you. Good for you, Lawrence. Fucking ex girlfriend. But I, maybe I would celebrate Lawrence if he had an honest conversation, or he could deal with his feelings. So if he, if they talk first but, and he still hit, it's cool. Yeah, it's the first episode. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Just Some, I just, I just feel like somehow, like men always feel like they need to celebrate the conquest, the conquest, and the dominance. And I just. Mm. 
That's, I don't that's know. True. As soon as that's taken away, it's. I can't defend a lot of these I, sports. I, I think that's. <laughs> I think that's exactly true. But I, I think that like, men are just like that. I, I wish I could like say that men will stop. Maybe but I maybe don't think this. They will. I just I almost want to pull up some of these comments. Maybe this is a, maybe this is like a defense mechanism for like the collective male uh, contingent online. Like, all right, yeah, you 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 redefine what the what the what the power dynamic is. I, you part take of it back. Part of it. Part of it. He he's oh, scoring and he was trying to do that. Yeah. That's why, you know, I, it didn't land like I wanted it to, but that's what the f- point was. It's like, you know, men are fragile. <laughs> Can we be fragile? Can you take care of us? It's not even, take okay, that's us. not the type of fragility we want. <laughs> we do. We want to see a real person, like sensitivity, emotions, that's fine. But this type of fragility is damaging, mm-hmm. I think, to society because it's like this insecurity. Teach. That you the name of the show is insecure. You see that? It, Bars. And you know what? There you Bars. go. Maybe Sick. that's why. But people are taking it way left, yeah. I think, with the situation. I mean, this has been going since le- the end of last season, right? With the two different halves. Right. Because you had people. I mean, it's pretty much just divided between the sexes, right? So there was the Lawrence team and Nisa team. I just, I don't even want to talk about. I, don't, I just don't see it as a battle of sexes for me. I, I just feel yeah, like. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. If you think about it recently, like. Healthy I mean, relationships. That, that, we we're not celebrating. You that. see, you're, you're smarter than a lot of these conversations that people are having. <laughs> that's that's exactly. the issue. Just an observation. Right. Remember, you know, like like Isa is a beautifully flawed character mm-hmm. on purpose, right? Like mm-hmm. written all, very well. All of her decisions are fucking terrible. Like, why is she having this party with bloods coming? <laughs> yeah, in? no, just, it's adic- it's thinks, ridiculous. She thinks Lawrence is gonna come. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that shit. Like, what's wrong with you? Very but, accurate though. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, damn, I used to live in an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> To have an old lady, you know, sitting down there being annoying in my business. Yeah, talking about your angles are ashy. Yeah, I was like, to be comical. Damn, yeah, it's a well, it's a well done show. But I, I will say this, and we're gonna try to wrap it up soon. Okay, but okay. No, no, you got bars. You you got them. You got them. I was gonna just say that I think that the uh, the thing is that it's weird. The disconnect is that relationships a lot of times are really about power dynamics, and that's what people mm-hmm. don't acknowledge. And then it fits in this greater sphere of all these other things that you're talking about that people on the outside take and they go, oh, yeah, uh, look at you, Lawrence. But it's really like there's that balance in between two people anyway. So I think that's sort of like a thing that's missed in the greater sphere that they take it and they comment out of on all the bullshit and want to meme it all out. <laughs> meme it all out. Yeah. yeah. I just I just hope that we can push for more respectful, healthy, productive relationships between men and women. I just, I don't know, some of these men and women – Internalize these ideas. ID I can't talk. I, what, what am I saying? You're You're doing great. I think I was trying to say ideology, <laughs> and then it, IDs came out that works. instead I mean, of ideas. Hey, we, 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 we just imagine, like, if a woman was doing the same thing. I've heard a lot of guys talk about, like, oh, when women get messed over, you know, they just they become thoughts, and you know, it's not okay. And we have one basic person. I should stop calling him basic, huh? Lawrence? Yeah. No, Lawrence is not Lawrence Lawrence is a regular dude. Lawrence is a good guy. He's a nice guy. Because he stayed faithful in the face of quote-unquote adversity. This is Charlemagne's whole post. And then, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, (laughs) and then finally, like, got, I don't know, got got it in, get it. I'm trying to figure out the, the, the crux of, like, his actions that is wrong. I get, like, the people, what they're doing, but the crux of what he did was was wrong. What do you mean? She would have like like them to have a productive conversation. Right. I just feel like people are celebrating yes. Lawrence mm-hmm. for. You said he's basic. I, I mean, no, I talk about people, but you said he's basic yeah. for no reason. <laughs> he went like to Georgetown or some shit. Yeah, he didn't he do anything revolutionary, but apparently to men, that's it, what it seems like. That was a revolutionary act. I mean, it really is white lives matter. Like you said. Just like it's, it's how many, how many a, shows you got like some woman getting her groove back and then it's it's like, a, he got his groove back. Can Lawrence get his groove back? Yeah, this is like. But was Lawrence getting his groove back? I don't think so. I think Lawrence is coping and not dealing with hurt. what he's dealing. Yeah, is, isn't that what getting your groove back is? Mm. Coping with like all your shit and be, trying to be free and all that. I gotta is watch that? Stella again. I yeah, can't remember. Like, no, you died. want your heart to be healed and together. That takes right? too long. Groove back is before you get your groove <laughs> back, and then you become like, oh, I'm whole now. Yeah, and all that fucking. And yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if you're familiar. I, mean, I'm not, I, I just wish I'm not sure if you're familiar with guys, but we like to just like that's shun how everything to the side and just try to be emotional. Then, then you come to terms with it like everything. three years later. You're like, oh man, I was a bad person. <laughs> but you know, all <laughs> of that, <laughs> all of that heartbreak, whatever you're feeling, it's going to manifest in some way. If you don't deal with it, it's going to come out in a negative way. You know what DJ said? It's episode one. 
So I'm pretty sure maybe all that will be, you know, discussed. Okay. And then we'll see. And then episode six, people will be like, you know, I mean, all the comments will be like, I went through this real thing with my girl and this and that. And people will be, you know, emoting all on the comment mm-hmm. boards. And, <laughs> and talking, about, talking about the times they went through and they came to terms with themselves. We'll, we'll see. I'm still going to be watching. I mean, okay. yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, can I, I know we've gone a little long. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I just want to, we're, we're all involved. No, no, no apologies here in the department. Uh, Talk about sex scenes and HBO shows. I just like we talked about this briefly, DJ. But we we're over fucking in TV. Like I just don't want to see it anymore. Too much. I don't well, not even. Well, it's it's somehow between too much and too little. Oh, you disappointed? Yeah, like I don't know. Did he, I don't like. Well, it's a podcast. Did he come in her and just just leave? Or, you know, did he come on? I, the, I don't. I you come on the couch or really on her? know. Like, you can't really tell. You don't yeah, know like there's a lot. First of all, no one's using condoms apparently ever, and, and no they, movie. I think about it. Eddie Eight Mile. I remember Eight Mile when he fucked up at the, in the factory. Oh then, yeah, like, they yeah, just, yeah. Just, There's never any. You know, it's just wild. Out That's here. it's very ridiculous. Everybody's like, wild. No condoms. Just getting her pregnant apparently. That's how the season's gonna end. She's gonna be like, oh, oh you know what? That, that could be <laughs> that's the that's season three. Why are you playing? That's the theory, right? It's just like, oh, who playing? knows? Oh god, it's crazy. Damn, I just unless crashed the gets, show. Unless she gets S C D, that could happen too. Drama from Tasha? Yeah, you don't yeah, know. You know, Tasha's a good woman. Is okay. I don't know. I'm just playing. No, I, no, I, she could be. I, she I said this before. I'm not mad at Tasha. I said this before though, and you kind of alluded to it. I was joking, but Tasha. Is, is, I feel like is written as like this person that's not us at this table. She, she's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, it's not. It is she's what it sympathetic. is. Yeah, it is what it is. But oh. I feel like she's getting the raw deal. Yeah, nah. That that. I was looking, oh, I'm sorry, nah. Sorry, no. I just no. Know. I just always look at these sex scenes in these shows, and I just be like, oh no, egregious. Not, not doing it for you. It's it's both egregious because I don't want to see it, but also they're not really. Usually not really like a real sex scene, so it's just like people humping. You see the guy's butt. You see. So you want to see nothing, or you want to see porn? Like I'm I don't want to see. Like, I would which, rather see nothing. Which, I don't want to see anything. I would see, I'd rather see nothing and just watch porn when I feel like porn watching is, porn. Porn is porn. So yeah, okay. you don't need, you don't need this. <laughs> 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 would, like, would there have been? This is to get all the thirst buckets to watch the show. That's why you do those scenes. Mm. But would there really been any cinematic difference or storytelling difference if we saw them? Start kissing and then lay out, lay down on the couch, and then Lawrence leaves. Like, would there been any difference? Instead, you see his butt. I, I, he humps her, I, I don't know. He, know he humps it twelve times and then it's over. No, no, it was about four. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she said six seconds earlier trying to come up my man Lawrence. But. <laughs> really but, I mean, to be honest, I, I think that actually worked well because just how short it was. It's like, but I feel you. It's just a lot. Sometimes. I thought he was conditioned dealing with Tasha every weekend. I guess not. He just wasn't in it. His heart's not there. I don't even know how he got it in there. She, he didn't get her. Uh, I know. He's yeah. so ready. Like, like, I know. Like, <laughs> she probably was bleeding after that. I don't, <laughs> it just right. did not look enjoyable. So, moving on. <laughs> Movies. <laughs> Speaking of fragile masculinity. <laughs> I, um, I, there's a, the number one movie in, in America this past summer. Uh, not summer, this past weekend. Part of it. Was it number one? I think so. It, it beat like some other like movies that are supposed to be good. Dunkirk didn't do well as it's supposed to, even though it was, hers is an awesome movie. It's gonna, this is going to lead for, I mean, it's going to stay at the box office at the top for a while. I would imagine. I was supposed to go to the movie theaters this Friday. Uh, Where it was a group chat, and there was like some friends in the group chat, and they were like, you know, we're gonna go see Girls Trip. Now, my first thought, because my masculinity is fragile, I was like. <laughs> Fuck no, I'm not going to see Girls Trip. <laughs> well, I'm going to go see this. Um, but there's just so much buzz. It's like, you know, Tiffany Hatch is a really good comedian. You know, it's really funny. Essence Fest, black stuff. You know, it's funny. Go see it. A lot of, you know, pub for it. A lot of, it's, it's, it's zeitgeisty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to be social. I'm going to invite, you know, some friends out to see the movie. And then I realized in my head, I was like, <laughs> so I flaked out, you know. Then my friends flaked too, and these things happen. Did no one see it? Just people saw it. Apparently, some people went to see it. So you set it up, and then didn't I didn't set it up. It. I didn't set it up. <laughs> I was solicited I to go. Okay. And then I sort of willed myself to go, and then 
you know, reneged because I just I came to terms with my enchantments. I was like, I don't want to see this. Let me stop trying to flex. Like I want to <laughs> so, but so you weren't feeling like emasculated or anything. No, I was joking. I just I felt like where the, I mean, it was going to be a someone gets their groove back style. Like I'm, we're going here. When somebody's wild, somebody is doesn't want to deal with all this kind of sex stuff, and then they have a good time and come home. Like you know, I've seen that movie a thousand times, so I wasn't too hype on it, but. Did really well. Heard it was awesome. You know, it I was a great it. movie. Apparently, like every group of women, like age thirty five and up, went to see it because it's like <laughs> so thirty five million the first week. Exactly, that's a lot. And I, I, I didn't know if it was that age group. Some people told me that you know, it's it's you know, could attract the younger set. Oh no, the younger, younger I, she went. Are you looking at me because yeah, I went I to the movie? Okay, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's talking out of the side of his neck because I was that friend canceled on. <laughs> It had been a long day on Friday. I wasn't feeling well. It's fine. But then it's I went. Okay. Then I went to go see it without him on Saturday. Which is fine. Um, it was. I had a good time. It was a good experience. There was some solidarity. A lot of women did see it. Um, there was solidarity in the room, community in the room, empowerment in the room. Were the laughs like in unison? Like, ah, um, yeah, yeah. Man butt. Um, <laughs> Male strippers. Or something, I'm sure. I felt like Tiffany Haddish was really funny, but I think her role was overplayed sometimes. Like it was just Tasha too dramatized. But but Tasha on like ten, <laughs> Tasha on ten. Damn, Tasha ten. Um, she was funny though, and I'm and I'm happy she kind of got into this role finally because I saw her a long time ago, like doing stand up. She's from South Central LA, so it was good. You know, women in the theater all in unison. Don't do it, girl. Just talking talking to the movie, so talking you, back. You, it was a conversation. And you went to the theater, so it was it a packed theater? Yeah. It was because we actually million, we actually Brandon? tried to see the earlier show, but it was sold out, and we barely got into I'm, the I last was trying show. Trying to assess, you know, did you see any white people there? With white people? Did you see like did you, did you and peppered in the crowd? Well, salted in the um, crowd. There probably was, but it was like dark, so I okay. couldn't tell. But there definitely was. <laughs> I know that there was melanated people there for sure. Just okay. just with the just with the interactions with the movie during the movie. That's what's up. I mean, it's got awesome reviews. It's awesome. More. Black movies making money. I know it's fun, and the women look good. They're all like around like forty. They older than forty. Older than forty. <laughs> I mean, Queen Latifah is she like fifty? Almost sixty, gotta be. <laughs> Almost sixty. She been out for. Oh my yeah. gosh. She been out for a long time. Yeah, but minimum. goals though, like they look good. Jada. Jada. You know, fresh off her uh, being attacking the Tupac movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> this, this is trash. Tupac didn't, <laughs> didn't do that. I don't know. We, we won't go there yet, but. So she and then and then who else was it? Oh yeah, my girl Brenda from Scary Movie. I always forget her name. Regina, Regina Hall. Regina Hall. So you know, mm-hmm. black actresses working. Yeah, day. they're Indeed. doing it. Indeed, Not it was fun. Qu- I don't know if it's quite prestige drama, DJ. I know you hit the theater too. Why do you say that? I mean, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to segue. <laughs> I know, it didn't but mean that's anything. Kind of pejorative. It didn't mean anything. I saw Dunkirk. Yeah, I did. War. It was lit. War. It, it was actually it was a more artistic take on war or on this battle uh, of Dunkirk that happened in World War Two. So Christopher Nolan film, I've always been a big fan. I see most of his movies in IMAX if I can. So I did this time as well. I went to the only real IMAX theater in New York, um, which is Lincoln Thirteen, the one right above the Lincoln Center. Yeah, yeah. So, nah, it was it was it was dope, man. It was. It takes place. I don't know. Ask me a question. Oh, uh, was it good? No, <laughs> it was good. You know, it was, it was straight. You know, it was good. No, it was. It was. It was. The story was compelling. Um, the direction and film, the way it was filmed, it was filmed uh, very well. Um, to to what you what you would expect. He filmed it in seventy seventy millimeter film. I'm not, you're probably familiar, yes. but basically the perspective is very wide, so you it encompasses a lot. But it's a different take on. You're a prototypical war film. There are not people blowing up and dying all over the place. It uses the most minimal amount of blood that you would ever imagine. Um, and just tells the story of these people and about just like perseverance and na- uh, nationalism to a certain degree. It, it There are no Americans, very few women, definitely no black people in it because it was about um, the British trying to get 300,000 of their soldiers back from across the channel in France uh, on Dunkirk Beach. So they did this massive operation to get them back in which they drafted civilian boats, like just people that had regular boats on on the English shore to 
go across the channel to try to pick people up as well. So um, it's a pretty interesting story. Um, on your way there. So was this a date night DJ? Yeah, yeah, I went, I went shorty. Okay, and, and you were not pulled into girls' trip. You, you held steadfast. <laughs> not, I mean, I already had staked this out, you know, a long time ago. A girls' trip could have came out. It, it didn't matter. I was going to go see it anyway. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I would highly recommend it. I don't want to gas it too much, but I mean, it, it was it was really good. Nolan, man. Yeah, I mean, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, like you know, Nolan. You fuck with Nolan. You fuck with Nolan. Maybe Batman. Christopher Nolan. Uh, yeah. yeah. Batman. And, <laughs> Interstellar, Inception. Mm-hmm. Okay, saw that one. Yeah, he, yep. okay. yeah, he filmed, yeah, he's, he's a direct follower. He's, he's that guy. Insomnia, Memento, Following, The Prestige. So, uh, he makes good movies. Good to know. I see, it's funny, I don't want to get caught up in my segue, because we've talked about politics a lot here, um, but I did want to like get into stuff with our guests about, you know, what you do. Oh. Help the youth. Um, we read, I know DJ reads. A little bit. So uh, usually we check out uh, certain publications, Washington Post, New York Times, Atlantic. And uh, I peeped, and I'm sure DJ peeped, something that we all knew but now is coming into fruition. There's an article, uh, and it it polled Republicans, and it said that the majority of Republican voters find that higher education is negative and has a negative influence on people. (laughs) So I know you're in the ivory tower of academia, (laughs) but... Moving through it, what have you seen in general with people's perceptions about what you guys do and how it affects people? Or even in our liberal bubbles, when you go in and you're developing programs that people feel like, you're not helping us. Because shit, that's what Issa does in her, her job. <laughs> Bring it back to <laughs> Bring it back to Issa. Stole the, stole the food, right? Yeah, you know. Is, <laughs> you all feel, do you feel like people think you guys are, you know, not financially, fiscally solvent or what you're doing is actually helping? Um, okay, well, I'm not, but I'm a student still. Um, I actually think there's a lot of PhD people out there, PhD that are still kind of struggling. Well, I'm in education, so sure. that that makes a difference. Um, I'm not going to be making money, <laughs> um, but I never actually wanted to get my PhD because I didn't think they made any type of impact at all. But <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're just going to sit there and write a book in your little corner, like you, you know, in some paid. building? Well, I tell guess. Us. Tell us more. I guess. Um, but when I was teaching in Detroit. I had a professor, uh, his name was Django Paris, he's at Michigan State, and (laughs) he was tight, and, uh, you know, I was doing some stuff with the students, like, culturally relevant pedagogy, like, uh, actually, like, working, like, looking at issues around the community and working to solve them, and that's nothing that I really got in a teacher ed program, it was just something that I thought was important to, to be teaching and to working with students with, and he really supported that and helped me grow as a teacher. So I was like, dang. So I taught a few more years, and I was like, I'd love to learn more about my craft and to also help teachers like myself. So in some ways, you can definitely be impactful, but in some ways, you cannot um, if you're just in it to just sit there and write and be way too theoretical and not apply anything you're doing to the ground level. Then it's I just don't see it as like it has a point. So one of my things I've always wanted to ask a teacher slash former current teacher um especially young people young teachers is like there's like a flux of teaching i feel like at least everyone you know that we went to school with or a group of people like at least like a good chunk of them go and decide oh i'm gonna do at least two yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just like miracle is there a lot of like you know sort of institutional strife about is this working does it feel good like someone that sort of came through that track and seen that thing and then now is in the PhD level trying to assess what things actually work. What are you, just your assessment of like these programs and, and do people come into it like, oh, I'm really going to help people or is it like, I'm going to be a teacher because I don't know what I'm going to do because I feel like I saw that a lot. <laughs> um, well, I did go through TFA and uh, TFA I, stand up. Yeah, no. okay. I have I have a lot of interesting feelings about that program. I don't think it's an outstanding teacher ed program at all. Um People like myself who were like supposedly high achieving in college uh, just get thrown in with barely any training. And I really felt a type of way about it because I started my teaching actually in the Bronx and here in New York City. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It was horrible. I was the worst teacher ever. Serving these children. <laughs> and it was like, dang, I feel like this is some kind of experiment. I'm just going to throw myself in this classroom and see if they learn anything. Um, and 
yeah, so, but they, they, I think that TFA is naive in the way that they think they can just throw in these college students from, you know, usually they're more affluent communities are from different, so, yeah, socioeconomic status and race and think that they are so smart and can help save, you know, these children from these urban environments. And it just doesn't work that way because you don't get to know the community genuinely and you're not really trying to build with your youth and parents and families um, and you're not going to really make that institutional change, that systemic change that we actually need to really grow. Profound. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, not um, at all. What What is your uh, like? What is the concentration of your of your PhD studies? So I'm in the field of teaching and learning, um, urban education, and specifically, I want to study how students study social issues in the classroom that impact them from the local neighborhood, from their communities and how like if they're learning about stuff that impacts them directly how does that shape their perspective of the community um, around them like if that helps change relationships between community and school and also if that advances like their critical thinking um, their literacy skills and all the other academic skills needed to be successful that sounds like a lot (laughs) (laughs) is it too much no i mean it's too much work for you that's what i'm thinking (laughs) I think it's necessary. So that's that's my hope. That's my goal. Overall, what do you feel about everything you're trying to do? What I've assessed from what you're trying to do involves a lot of cultural competency and cultural competency among students and teachers to actually make these things happen and assess these growth models and things that you want to see or hope are happening. What do you think is the shift in teachers and students actually making that happen? Are these affluent teachers come in and getting it are there more programs that are more culturally competent popping up or schools mm. what is your experience of going to different places working in the Bronx versus working in LA versus working in Detroit is this something that's addressed out among different school districts and things I would say it depends where you are but overwhelmingly and systematically no there's not that much of an emphasis of cultural competency and if there is that world culturally competency or culturally relevant education it's like okay let's uh have a picture of martin luther king on the wall and they you know they check that off their box is, it ne- is obama next to him now um, arms crossed yeah if they, smiling it, you know, and some in <laughs> you know, some districts with, with, shoot, okay. if we're in the south they're they're not even his photo won't be up there but um what was i saying <laughs> No, I'm just, there's still some real, like, racist uh, school districts, teachers. Um, it happens. But there's also some really good teachers so that Trump are trying to do Gelato. good work. Remember, you eat the taco bowl? They got that picture. I love that. <laughs> Trump's the taco bowl. <laughs> terrible on the wall. Yeah. I forgot the rest of your question. Can you say it one more time? Well, you were. It was, Did long, I it was it? long. Don't worry about it. I interrupted you. Just, you say that it doesn't seem to be across a lot of these places. That Oh, yeah, no. Because we have this emphasis on, like, these standardized tests. Um, just mm-hmm. the way the whole way that the education system functions is just dysfunctional. It's just meant to not work for certain people. Got like um, Duncan Andrade talks about this. Ernest Morel talks about this. Frey. Name drop. Yeah, I mean, just all these. All these. <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm not trying to be nerdy, but like I know is, him too. You know, reading about this all the time. Yeah, you're a PhD student. Um, <laughs> they 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 talk about how the system really isn't set up for certain populations to achieve, like. It's kind of like the criminal justice system, right? If you go, if you're from a certain population where you lack resources, um, and you you're most likely, ugh, what am I trying to say? You're gonna end up in a certain trajectory that others are not, Indeed. even if you're doing the same type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not fairly based, right? Just the way that schools are funded, segregation is still a really real thing yeah, in this country. I mean, from my understanding, it's been reverting back to Getting the, worse, the right? previous trends prior to, you know, like Brown versus Board and when it hit its crux probably like in the eighties. I mean she, she probably like started schooling me, so I gotta be careful about <laughs> no. what I'm talking about say. But uh yeah, especially with the emergence of um like parochial schools and like Christian based schools in the South and whatnot. There was just a different way of uh pushing uh, segregated schools yeah homeschooling that that whole nine yeah for some reason white people are really afraid for their kids to go to school with black and brown kids like the studies have shown like they they move their kids out of there yeah white flight and white flight is real but then there's this weird phenomenon of like 
this gentrification that happens and they they actually take over a predominantly black school or brown school and then they start to you know the pta the parents come in and they start to dictate um what they want to see and it it flips it's really interesting it's Mm. like colonization and then recolonizing (laughs) but what about the phenomenon of um there was a time special that I know Brandon knows, uh, like from last year, where there was a school or a district in Brooklyn uh, that they zoned like, the gentrified neighborhood and then like snaked around to where it would fit in that district. And but avoid the else, project. Yeah, building. it avoided like all the projects. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like right across Red the street from the school. Yeah, and the kids had to like go away from like. It was, yeah, like no, seriously. It's down uh, like down downtown Brooklyn. Like there's like. I think that's where it was at. Like near Fort Green or it's yeah. like, mm. like a little, little east of it. But yeah. It's um, a shame. Yeah, but, but what is all of this like fragmentation of the educational system? Like how does that wind up affecting? It's a, probably an obvious answer, but I, hopefully I may open ended enough. But how does it wind up affecting students? Like does everybody, do, do these standardized scores really reflect um, like an overarching uh standard or the educational quality or is it just like not as even of a playing field as we know i i i'm not really for standardized testing at all really i think it does more damage than good um i don't i don't think that it actually shows students real knowledge and growth i think that there are multiple intelligences and i don't i'm not the only person that thinks that you know a lot of people that think that it didn't come from me but it's not really expressed expressing like true like growth and and knowledge like it's not really it's only assessing how well students can take a test and if you're facing trauma if you're coming in with certain trauma or anxiety like that's going to play out um and schools that are focusing on the whole child are getting docked um and they're getting shut down because they're not meeting standardized testing uh Mm -hmm. quotas Mm -hmm. and it breaks up communities can i interrupt yes this is making me sad I'm sorry. What are the successes you feel like have been going? Or your own um, personal successes? Yeah, yeah, indeed. Yeah. Good call. You know. <laughs> Tell me about your W's. When did Some you, wins. You, you save little Jaquan. <laughs> I don't save anyone, honestly. He's <laughs> in the club getting tipsy. You know. <laughs> sorry. I feel like I've learned so much from my students. Um, I feel like the answer starts with them. And if we would just kind of look at them and not think that we're so smart and we know everything and because the education is the whole system is about everything but the children themselves it becomes about money politics egos just ridiculousness Mm -hmm. so when I work with my students I I don't know it's exhausting work but it's like the most uphifting thing that I could do like it's I don't know it gives me something it's like a good meal yeah it's like nourishment right even though you gotta deal with a lot of BS but I don't know. I guess if you have the heart for it, I don't know. Working with with youth are really is really like gratifying. That's awesome because I, I mean I I they're the change. I can't. I can't. <laughs> yes, you can. I mean, I could. I guess in theory, but I could just, in theory. It's just that you know, every time I've tried it, I realize that you know they're not adults, and it becomes hard for me to like, interact <laughs> with them. It's just like. Do what I say, and they go. I'm a kid, and they just kids in the picture. I'm just like, I don't have patience for this. I could be eating a sandwich, and I just like, you know, check out. And it's hard, but that's why I appreciate you know what you're doing and what all educators do. Because I'm like, yo, I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. Um, but I, I wanted to present you with a scenario. If you, oh. can, if you could think about it for a second. Okay. So, if you could imagine, we're all hanging out, swanky party. Got your nice dress on. I know I got a tux on. DJ has his tux. Okay. Clean. Clean. You look clean. You look good. I'm down to like buttons to my belly button. It's unbuttoned now. Oh, oh, oh. It's after the party. Taco me down. Taco me. (laughs) (laughs) So we're talking. Everybody's hanging out. DJ's pouring drinks. You know what? He passes you one. And we turn around. And the whole group is listening to you tell a story. Your parlor story. What is it? What's my story? Man. Um, I guess we could do, we could do setup. Snoop. Okay. Hey, hey. So. Okay. So. Okay. Um, I, this is like 2012. Okay. All right. This is in, uh, just hanging out and. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere, but. 
2012, just hanging out. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I should tell the story. No, well, that's okay. I mean, I'll, I'll tell the story. Do what you can do. You know, my identity might be compromised. I, my career might be compromised. No. Um, and I think it's like Hollywood Hills or something. Okay. And it's in like some mansion or whatever. Okay. How'd you, how did you get there? You just how did I in. get there? Drop in. You just drop, dropped in. Like, okay. a fr- I guess a friend did... A friend of a friend, friends, something did hmm. real estate, and it like rented. I forgot who lived there, uh, some celebrity, at one point, and they're just having like some kind of barbecue or whatever. Um, so we had to, you know, go up these real like windy, windy hills, hills to get there. Right, mm-hmm. finally get to the party. It's cool. We're chilling. Uh, there's drinks, food everywhere. People. It's real Hollywood. Yeah. I was. I kind of just showed up in jeans and a t-shirt, and I was like, Ooh, oops. But anyways, why well, I'm telling the story is because. Guess who walks in? Snoop Dogg. <gasps> or Snoop Lion. I don't remember. I think it was pre. I think it was pre Snoop Lion. Transition period. So was I think it was hair, Snoop Dogg. Uh, lock, it, it, was, it was pressed. Oh, no. Nah, it, it, was, was it was still pressed. Was um, so we're like, Calvin. dang. That looks. I was like, wow, he looks really. He looks a lot like Snoop Dogg. And my friend's like, that is Snoop Dogg. I was like, oh my God. So, okay. So Snoop is at the party. He's chilling. And he is so chill, right? Um. And everyone's, you know, walking up to him. And, of course, I think he, like, came out with a tray of brownies. Or some neighbor came out with a tray of brownies. <laughs> no, these, <laughs> these brownies were being passed around. Um, they had some substance in them. We don't know what. Um, but yeah. but it was like chocolate. This, Sugar. It was this chocolate. large tray of brownies, and they were just getting passed out. And, you know, Snoop is just in this circle of people. <laughs> and he's smoking his weed or whatever <laughs> and he's like passing it around or whatever and people are talking and f- I don't remember why oh one of my friends was talking to Snoop for like hours or whatever just get on his nerves and so I went to say something <laughs> to him I really went to say something to my friends so I could you know be say that I was right next to yeah. Snoop but somehow I, I got a picture with him so I'm like posing with Snoop I messed up a couple of times so he, he was so chill about it it wasn't like a one picture and he tried to run off he let me take like five pictures and then my friend was like, oh, man, I've been talking to you all night. I didn't get a picture. So then he takes a picture with Snoop. And it took me like seven takes to get a good picture. And he was just chill. And then somehow I'm in the circle, <laughs> right, with the joint being passed around. Somehow. And I got the joint passed to me. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. You know, do whatever I need to do. <laughs> Goes in. <laughs> circles, did not inhale. Circle, <laughs> did not, not inhale. <laughs> circles back around. Snoop. Passes it to me again. And I'm like, wow, I'm officially in the rotation with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and I was, yeah, that was dope. So then, you know, we're all hanging out. Eventually, Snoop leaves. And he says to my friend, all right. He says, to us, see you guys later. To my homeboy, later, nephew. And just walks out smooth. Did, did he float? Mm. A little. I feel Probably. like his, yeah, I feel like there were times where he was walking and both did, his feet were kind of off the ground a little did bit. Did he have him on the slippers or the, or the blue <laughs> You know, he got the Snoop Dogg slippers. I can't remember. Uh, um, but yeah. And that's the life of an educator. <laughs> the life of an educator. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good times. That's what happens in Cali. Something just be happening. I know. Little, yeah, that's little did we know, this is like an educator's just backyard barbecue. And Snoop Dogg yeah, is a, is a diehard education advocate and just came in and was he, like, I He was so y'all. nice. He is. He's a coach. Coaching those kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I number them, number them went to the NFL, for real. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Snoop is out here. I still watch WGN News every week. <laughs> <laughs> real shit. That's why when he became Snoop Lion, I was like, that fits him. I don't know if it if it, if it, it was, it's, did it stick. I don't. I don't yeah, know if he's new like anymore. Phase. I even know when you could be above forty and you just had phases, but he had a phase. We're always growing, DJ. Always growing. Always growing. But it seems like he grew back. With his new <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's forty five years old. This man do what he wants. Shout to Snoop. Man. Shout to Snoop. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do we have anything else? Nigga, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we get a strong 53 minutes. You know, it's a little shorter than normal. I don't want to leave the fans thirsty, but I... um. Oh, uh, what were you about to say? No, continue. We have to be a little leery of, of polls. Oh. Right. So, yes. you started the conversation uh, saying half, like more than half of Republicans think yeah. education is bad. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, you we did. did. Okay. Yeah. It was just a segue. It was, it was a segue. It was a segue. 
And obviously, the mo- like what the majority of the polls thought Clinton was going to win last year, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, about that. Um, polls only as a subset. I, I think they are. A lot of polls are just very fairly rudimentary, and they just ask you very straightforward questions. And there's a lot of room to, I guess, no matter the circumstance, you could really just fudge your answers or just give whatever bullshit answer you want to give. Um, so it's 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 skewing a lot of statistical analyses that that I've read. Um, so now people are not only looking into polls, but they're looking into like the standard deviations above and below. Like they're doing a little bit more of a st- statistical analysis than to, just to say, "Oh, more than half the people right. say say this or that." Like for example, um, like five thirty eight, they they were royally wrong about uh, the election last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, at least from an electoral perspective, I guess most most polls thought. Hillary Clinton was going to win by like two or three points, and that did wind up happening, at least in terms of the vote, the vote total. Um, they're saying Trump's approval rating is actually inflated because less people are identifying as Republican now, so you're getting a more concentrated group, group than what was like the beginning of the year. Mm. So the numbers are like, you know, they can fluctuate a bit. So he's at like 40% supposedly among Republicans, but... If it was the original group of Republicans, it might be like thirty five percent. So right? you're telling me to have hope. I mean, I, it, it became a little Trump centric, but I, I mean, do are, are Republicans that crazy for most and more than half of them to think education is bad? Like higher education is like terrible. <laughs> they must not be critical thinkers because that's supposed to be <laughs> we're supposed to be doing that in our, in higher ed. Yeah, I mean, you know, nothing is out the realm of imagination nowadays, but. I don't. I mean, I'm. St- we're 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 from. Can I, can I bring it all home? Bring me home. At the end of the day, it's it's really they don't answer the question when they think about is learning good. They think about is higher education good because the the cultural divide, which we touched on a lot, we touch on it in insecure, we touch on it on you know in academia, is that people feel like they're talking down to me, and that's probably why they answer that way. I mean, it seems like higher education is getting a bad rap because it's supposedly those smarty smart pants and talking down to us and our kids more than anything. So I guess I'm the best way to address that is through messaging, like using simpler language. I don't like what the fuck what they expect the smart people to do. Like not What's to behave smart. You, you, you know the Jay Z say the Jay Z line thing. Which one? Common sense, something common rhyming. Oh he said um I used to want to rap like common sense but I did five mil so I ain't been rapping like common Gotta sense. Gotta keep it simple. Keep it mm. simple. Have you learned that in your yeah, I, I think I think some academics are just egomaniacs and they like to flex. Uh, if you go to these big yeah, research I mean, conferences, they flex yeah, and they turn up. Academic papers are and not not for the, for the layman. Yeah, you <laughs> no. just want to you know show off what words you can use, but I I think that's problematic and you're not doing anything to help society. So if you are an academic, as long as you are making your work accessible to the community, the people you're actually trying to make change for, you know. Then why are you there? There you go. You said it. Can I thank you for coming on the podcast, schooling us in every every which way? Toxic, fragile masculinity, education, <laughs> seeing good movies. Glad you came through. Uh, do you have any news and nuggets or? No, I just appreciate you know the conversation. Thank you. You're welcome. Anytime. DJ, come through. Sure. What's up? What you got, man? Closes out. My little brother's coming in town. It's about to be lit. Okay. We're going to Pier 2. About to play ball. How's your brother? One is 22. The other one is 16. You going to get dunked on? Shit, the one is 22. You like 6'3", but he's not dunking on me. I'll foul his ass. Don't play. I'll do with the spear. (laughs) Yeah, spear. (laughs) That should be a terrible sight. Somebody trying to dunk you and get speared? Mm, Rip cage just destroyed. I was just going to give him a good rib punch okay that works if he tries something like that but he won't they scared they still scared of me I'm still the older brother smart man gotta do it keep him afraid for sure uh, well thank you guys for listening pardon my uh, my sound issue last week with the intro I'm sorry alright oh, yeah. caught me slipping about that. come on man do better these things happen gotta get this intern <laughs> this intern will help <laughs> us out um, keep things smooth you know we got thick things coming trying to change things up make things more crisper and more sleek with the podcast um Thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on all the places. Stitcher, SoundCloud, still alive. Still um, alive. Facebook, 
and of course the iTunes podcast app. Of course, listen there. And uh, if you are you know a Brooklyn person, check us out on uh, Brooklyn Free Speech Radio through Brick. We doing that too. We doing that. We're making moves. Um, so yeah, keep listening. Keep coming back. We have more conversation. Yeah. Big baller brand. Big baller brand. Triple B's. Triple B's. <laughs> <laughs> mildly problematic in certain Mild, Mildly problematic. That's why I went for the, the, the bland color. I didn't go for any additional <laughs> color ways on mine. Very graphic and gray. So um, phone's ringing, so I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> so it's been another great tool in the bottom. We'll check back on you next week. Thank you, Moo, for coming through. Thank you. Two. 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 Two.